At Alma, we know the connection between you and your therapist matters. But if you're already feeling stressed and burnt out, the idea of trying to find a therapist you really connect with can be overwhelming. That's why Alma's focused on helping you find the right therapist for you. When you browse their online directory, you can filter by the qualities that are most important to you. Then book free 15-minute consultations with any therapist you're interested in seeing. And because 95% of therapists at Alma accept insurance, you can find care that's affordable to you want to talk to someone but not just anyone alma is there to help you find the right fit visit helloalma.com therapy 30 to schedule a free consultation today that's helloalma.com therapy 30 hiring for your small business if you're not looking for professionals on linkedin you're looking in the wrong place that's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Yeah, I know you like it loud. Turn it up. I know. Sorry. Good evening, Miami Dolphin football fans. You are listening to the Blowhole on Finsider Radio. It is I, James Radio, with my co-host Rob Cast here to uh, ring in March Madness. Just kidding. We're talking about the Dolphins here, but it's still March Madness, I guess. Did you fill out a bracket? I did not. No, I, I haven't. I didn't last year, and I, I paid so little attention that it just it, it's not fun anymore. I filled one out for work because I used to pay attention. Now it's just now I'm just picking colors. Yeah, it's I like, totally used to pay attention. I I was so I was a back in the day. I was like I, I love the Big East, and I, I've rooted for UConn like kind of before they hit the national scene because I'm oh, yeah. old. Yeah. We'll get to that. But right. through friends, I had friends, like people that got me into college football, uh, college basketball were from yeah, the was Connecticut the Northeast. Oh yeah, for sure. So all those teams. So, so, so I loved, you know, so all of that. Georgetown. So I, Syracuse. I had, St. I had John's. My high school friends, I had, I had one was at Villanova. One was at Georgetown. One was in Syracuse. And I'm at a, at a little rinky dink SUNY school, but my friends there are from the Connecticut area and grew up as UConn fans. So all of a sudden UConn starts blowing up and all these big name schools that my friends are at are getting beat by this, this school no right. one ever heard of. So, so I followed, you know, so that got me into it and then the great tournaments and all that and loved it. And now I go, they're not even in the big East. I don't even know who's who. It's like, I, I, I'm lost. I don't, I, I'm, I'm out of it. I'm out. The extent of the college basketball that I watched this year was, I think that uh, 15 second gif of, uh, Zion Wilson blowing through his shoe. <laughs> oh, geez. Did you see that? No, I know. I mean, was that when he got hurt or when he, yes. Was, yeah, yeah. 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 When his foot came right through his Nike. Yeah, I did not. I didn't see it. Yeah, I didn't. I mean, that was that's the extent of the college basketball. But I still fill out a bracket for work, so um, I assumed that 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 meant that Duke wasn't any good because this guy doesn't even know how to wear shoes apparently. So they're not good, right? Um, that guy's pretty good. Oh, really? Oh man, I don't think I'm going to do very well then. All right. So last week um, we were. <laughs> 
<laughs> sitting here on this podcast saying the, the rumors that the- there was no way Ryan Tannehill was going to be traded. And the very <laughs> next day he gets traded, they were able to trade him. They were I mean, they didn't really they essentially sold they him. sold him. They paid someone to take him. Um, they did get a fourth round pick next year. They had to give up a draft pick, a higher draft pick this year. They got a lower draft pick as compensation. So they gave up their sixth to get the seventh round pick from the Titans. And the Titans took Ryan Tannehill and the Dolphins are paying $5 million of his uh, whatever. I think he signed for seven and a half million for them to play this year. Um, so they're paying five million of that. And they got a fourth round draft pick next year as the compensation for that. So yay. So when we said no one was trading for him that was with that contract right we said no one's trading for that contract so I was... essentially he was cut i mean essentially he was cut and he got to choose where he went and the dolphins got a draft pick for it true so i so i will say this one thank you ryan Tannehill. you you know ex- signing the deal right you know taking that allowing that to happen allowing us to get a pick and you know for him for his sake can you think of a better landing spot a better team that has a questionable quarterback who's injured all the time. I mean, that team was going with Matt Castle and would win a couple of games. Would win like, would go five hundred with Matt Castle, like for four games. Go two and two when, when Mariota was hurt. If there's a non-zero chance he's starting for them in the playoffs next year. It's not a high percentage, sure. but it's a non—it's a non-zero chance that Ryan Tannehill is playing Plays his in the first playoffs. playoff game with the Tennessee. <laughs> he might. I mean, it, there's a good, and I, and I don't honestly, say good I, chance, but I don't, a chance. No, a chance. Yeah, and but I don't see that with any others. Like that is this is the best place he could go. I think so. Yeah, I'd, I'd agree with that. The only other, I was thinking New Orleans would be a good landing spot for him too, if if the Bridgewater thing happened, just because. I mean, you know, Breeze isn't going to play forever, and if they brought him in, maybe they maybe he'd get some play. But that's true. Whatever. I mean, this is this for him ideal, and it works for us. I mean, basically, the fourth round pick they get is like a. It's almost like a, um, the compensation you get for losing the free agents, right? So right. it's almost like they got a. You know, they lost him in free agency, essentially. Although really, they paid they, him. They traded yeah. him. Then so they, they paid him. It's it's a little bit. Last week, well, every week, you know, I talk about how it's a copycat <laughs> league and how everybody's. You know, and I'm worrying about everybody following on the Kansas City Mahomes thing. But this is this is kind of a, a little bit baby Browns move, kind of the way the Browns sold, you know, bought us, took Osweiler for picks and cap space, like the way they when they traded for him um, just to acquire picks. They did it on a bigger scale and a bigger, con- you know, how far have we fallen to where we're like, man, I hope we're doing things the way the Browns do it. Well, I'm not even. Yeah. Well, I mean, right now, <laughs> would you? What team would you rather have? Oh, the Dolphins. No, I mean personnel. Oh no, I know. I'm t- oh personnel. Eh. Yeah, like if, if yeah. you could just oh for sure they they have better players in Cleveland right now. But it took yeah, them no, a I very very no, long no, time mean, to achieve that. Of course, yeah, I mean, and I'm happy for them. I hope they're good next year. I mean, I'm um, not happy for them, but you know, sure I'll watch. Whatever. Them. I'm. I'll see what happens. I don't know. I hope um, they win the division at nine and seven. <laughs> It is, you know, it's kind of a weak division. You're right, 8-8. Eight eight. Yeah, there we go. That sounds better. Um, yeah, so Tannehill's gone. Um, the other big news that happened since the last time we spoke was... Double the magic! Yes. So uh, one of the, the quarterbacks that a lot of us had been pining for, a lot of the emails that we've been receiving, and a lot of the, the chatter that we had had here was... that I mean, of, of the bridge quarterbacks that are left... I I I felt like Fitzpatrick was the one I wanted them to sign more than anybody else. And we said this last week. It's 
if if we were if we were looking for if we were thought we had a shot at the at the Super Bowl, I would not be thrilled with a Ryan Fitzpatrick as our starting quarterback as a not quite tanking, but as a year without a lot expected, uh, putting in a putting in a new system and acquiring you can do a hell of a talent. Lot worse. We've seen worse quarterbacks than Ryan Fitzpatrick but he's fun. here. That's I just yeah. want fun. We even said that last year, like even with Josh Allen, with all his terrible throws. At least when he drops back. You're excited. Something might happen. Yeah. Something terrible probably will happen, but something good will happen. We didn't have that with Tannehill last year. No. He dropped back, and it was something. Oh, you know, like the first couple, you know, first quarter of the season, we had a couple of those big plays. But after that, it was like it was almost like uh, it was it was dreadful. Nothing yeah. good was ever going to happen. No, 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 no. So we have a. It's, he's a Ryan Fitzpatrick is a competent NFL quarterback. He makes some exciting, great plays. He makes some terrible plays. Um, his, I mean, his QBR was, I think, double Ryan Tannehill's QBR last year. So, well, I mean, he there was a, there was a, a six week stretch there where he was, oh, he yeah. was the best quarterback in the NFL, which is crazy by stats wise. Yeah, that's it is it is crazy to think about. And he'll be fun, and he's a good locker room guy. Um, got a beard. Yep. Yeah, oh, we a, got beards. A mighty, mighty beard. He's got beard. We got beard. Yeah. No, I'm a, I'm, I'm a Fitzpatrick fan. This will be good. Um, I'm still hoping they draft one of the quarterbacks. I hope one of them falls. One of them falls to them at 13. We'll talk more about that as we get further along. Um, but I think I like the Fitzpatrick move. Um, I think you know, for what was out there, I think he was the one I was hoping they would sign. He's honestly the only one that was available that I would rather have than Colin Kaepernick. I would say. Yeah, probably. Because other than that, I was like, just bring Kaepernick in at this point. Yeah, again, exciting. You know, do something with legs. I mean, who knows? He hasn't played in so long. Who knows? Right. At this point, they're you know, it's probably right that he's you know not going to be a very good quarterback just because of the rust and the age. But but yeah, I agree with. Has it been two years that he's been out of the league, or just one? I think two. Right. Yeah, it's been two that he's out. Yeah. So. yeah, I mean, but outside of Fitzpatrick, then I mean, if they wouldn't have gotten him, I would have, I would have been fine with Kaepernick. But I actually, I do, I like the Fitzpatrick signing for what was available. Absolutely, and I think, and I actually think he's a tiny upgrade over Ryan Tannehill. So I don't know. I mean, I don't think this. I'm not saying this team is going to be better than seven and nine, but I do think he's a better quarterback than both Ryan Tannehill and Brock Osweiler, which is what we had at quarterback last year. Um, and Jay I'm Cutler. Not- yeah. He's better than the last three quarterbacks we've had. He's not Matt Moore. He's no Matt Moore. I will say, I mean, it's probably one of those things that's impossible to quantify because Tannehill, you know, like, because his, his, he's got the better ceiling and he's got the lower floor. I mean, it's it's kind of, well, maybe the same Osweiler probably has a similar floor. <laughs> yeah, 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 but, yeah. But again, I just want exciting. I just want to have, I just want to be able to see something exciting once yes. in a while. Cutler was not exciting. And, you know, he could throw. Let's see. Maybe Jaziki gets into the, you know, maybe they start using him, you know, a la, the way O.J. Howard kind of got, it was used by by uh, Fitzpatrick. Maybe, you know, let's see. Oh, you talking about Jaziki? Yeah. Oh, okay. What did I call him? I don't think you said his name. You just said maybe they'll use him like some, oh. yeah, like, no, like, like I, we were going to know who I him was. I called him was. like Gazeki or Gazeki or I, Maybe you did. I might have spaced out. Who knows? But. Yeah, but but and again, you're so Parker. Let's you know if Parker if Parker's going to be worth a damn, you need a guy who's going to throw him the ball. You know who I think I, I think Stills actually benefits Stills, from this because he throws a really good deep ball. Yeah, which is one of the good things that he does. So and Stills and, is is a good yeah, he's outside a, wide receiver. He's a, he runs great deep routes. He just you know, and when Tannehill actually took those shots, it seemed like they paid off. When Moore took them, they paid off a lot as well. So anyway, 
Um, we could be in a lot worse shape. We're in a much better position at quarterback than we were last week. So we're happy about that. Um, the other thing that's uh, the other wheels that are in motion right now uh, involve Robert Quinn, who stayed on the roster. Um, they did pay him that million dollars that he was due. Uh, we waxed hypothetical last week about them actually wanting to keep him and him maybe being part of the future plan. What they're essentially trying to do is the same thing they did with Tannehill is they're trying to sell him off to get another 2020 draft pick. And they'll pay part of his salary to do it. Yeah, which is, I think that's smart. I think it's better than just cutting the guy and saving the cap space um, because they have a decent amount of cap space now with all with the moves that they've made. So they don't, I mean, there is no dead cap money when you cut uh, Quinn right now, except the $1 million you paid him, which is like nothing. Um, but they'd save twelve million, I believe, by cutting him. But I think getting a draft pick is, is getting worth the it. draft. But the cap space this year doesn't matter really. They're no. not looking. To, they're not. They're not looking to go out. The only thing they're going to use cap space for is locking up young guys like Howard or whatever. I was reading some, yeah, and that and that's great because they do need to lock up Howard, and they need to, you know, um, hopefully we'll see, you know, some growth from some of the other young players. But but Howard's the one that screams that needs to be locked oh, yeah. up, and Tunsil as well. Um, so. Don't let him hit free agency. That's for sure. No, those those are the two young guys. <laughs> no, that, I'm saying oh. if James if James can get that contract, don't right. let, don't let a left tackle who's better than than Juwan yeah. James hit free agency. Exactly. So um, so that's good. I, I was reading something that with the Dolphins as they stand right now, like with all the the dead money that's going to come off and all these guys that are gone, their cap space next year is going to be like 122 million dollars. Isn't the cap like 130 something? It's, it's ridiculous. <laughs> like it's like it's ridiculous how how low if they get rid of. Well, Quinn's not even on the books for next year anyway. This is like he's only got one year left on his deal, so he will be gone. I guess there's two teams. There's the Cowboys. Uh, he was visiting with this week, um, and the Saints have shown interest in him as well. I think he's a good fit on both of those teams. They both run four threes. Um, you know, they both have other uh, really you know high motor pressure guys on the other side and they both have draft picks they could send back to us exactly yeah and they're both in win now mode so um so the moves make sense for them especially if they're getting robert quinn at a at a at a bargain the guy's young still i think he's only 28 years old he's a good player and he was good yeah i mean he was good um so you put him on the other side of uh is it demarcus lawrence in uh in dallas and then uh cameron jordan in in new orleans you put him on the other side of either one of those guys and he'll be uh, I think he'll he'll be productive and he'll help those teams, you know, do the things that 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 they they need out of that type of player. So um, hopefully he gets moved in the next couple of days. Uh, we get a draft pick for 2020 is what they're looking for. From what I understand, the asking price is a fourth rounder. I think that makes sense. So we're gonna have a lot of fourth round 2020 draft picks. What do you think they're gonna do with those? So so you wanna you wanna jump into that? <laughs> so I said last week that none of the big three quarterbacks are falling to them at 13. I believe that even more now this week. Do you really? I do. But we'll get into that later. Okay. So the accumulation of picks, I believe, I mean, it could be to accumulate more talent, but I think it's ammunition to move up. Now they're 2020 picks. Are they ammunition to move up next year to make sure they're in position to get one of the, the quarterbacks the, that they the want quarterback next year? Next year. That's that's a bigger that's an almost bigger possibility to me now than it was last week, where and well it's the same thing I think they might stay in pad at thirteen this year if one of them falls fine but they're not going to expect it and they'll take best player available accumulate talent and then having a couple extra picks next year maybe even a couple more trades more next year picks then make the move for Tua or whoever yeah. Um... 
Yeah, because I mean, as it stands right now, if they if they do get a fourth rounder for Quinn, which we think they probably will, that'll be um, three fourth rounders next year that they have, um, as well as the compensatory uh, compensatory picks that they're going to get for the free agents that they lost this year. So those will be most likely third or fourth rounders as well to go along with the third. I mean, rounder I think James will have. be a third, and the yeah, other, so they're going to have get a fourth or fifth for for one of the others. Yeah, so two two picks in the third. They've already got three or two in the fourth right now probably going to have at least three maybe maybe four picks in the fourth round next year um but i mean that doesn't sound like that's those aren't the kind of picks that get you into the top five so no but they help you move up yeah they help you move up but they help you move up from you know from your late second to the to the you know mid second i don't know and it depends i mean they might have a top 10 pick next that was another thing i was reading though about this team under greer especially is they've 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 hit on a lot of those those fourth and fifth round picks like rashad jones jay jay um there's other ones that i'm not that that are escaping me right now but they've hit on on quite a few of those actually so um they're they're not the dolphins have actually done better in in those rounds than they have in like the second and third rounds so which is infuriating but you know i mean it's it seems like they know what they're doing they I believe they have a plan. We're giving them benefits and doubts. No, just the benefits of the doubts. There we go. Yeah. So We're not doubting. Um, yeah. So oh, they did sign. They signed an offensive lineman. Uh, uh, Chris Reed uh, played for Jacksonville last season. Might have been on another team before that. He's a he's like a you know a rotational backup def- uh, offensive lineman. He plays guard and center. Um, read some pretty good things about him. He seems to rate decently he started eight games uh, in the past two seasons um that's a lot for a dolphins lineman well yeah he could be i mean he could be this he could be your starting offensive center he could be one of the starting guards um you know if i mean if the line (laughs) the line that they have now under contract he's definitely one of the starters so this is this is a guy that could play for you it's gonna could be somebody that, that gets plugged in to the lineup um to play all right you want to know how good chris reed is no He's the second result on Google. Oh, cool. The first result is Chris Reed, a Japanese ice dancer. What? He's a figure skater. <laughs> but, That's more popular? Yes, but Wikipedia says he's a Japanese ice dancer. With his sister, Kathy Reed, he became a seven-time Japanese national champion. Well, that's nothing to sneeze at, Rob. Our Chris Reed just hasn't had the opportunity yet. Our Chris Reed was going to be a shot putter in the Olympics. I read about. I read that, and I That's heard how he's a wonderful ice dancer. That would be something, wouldn't it? <laughs> I, I don't think they want nimble guys, though. They want those maulers. They want those maulers up front. They don't want the guys that can get out and pull. They want the ones that can go straight ahead. I like. I like the nimble guys in Madden anyway. In Madden, it's great, but yeah, I don't know. So. No other big moves in free agency, and I don't imagine that there are going to be any big moves in free agency for this team. I would like to see them sign a couple more pieces on the offensive line. A couple more tight ends? I think we're good on tight ends. <laughs> um, I think we're good on tight ends, unless they're planning on converting them to offensive linemen, which maybe they are. I doubt it. Not if they, want the, not if they don't want the nimble ones. <laughs> <laughs> Very true. Very true. Um so I'm thinking, at least with the moves that have been made, it, it's it is very clear that they're not. I don't think they're tanking. Like this is again last year. Like again, going into into last year, like in the moves that the team made, you know, the bringing in of of Danny Amendola, that this, you know, 
Uh, it was that's Frank win now Gore. win now mode. That's we think we have a shot at the playoffs. win now mode. Well, but they were still getting a lot of the same press that they were get, that they're getting right now. Like how awful they're going to be. Like they're still like thirty one, thirty two in the power rankings, which is where they're at right now. Um, I I don't think that this team is necessarily that much worse than than last year. Like I. I do not. I all. I agree with you. I thought we both thought it was ridiculous. Like actually, you, you might actually be better at quarterback right now. Yeah, I'll take that. Yeah, I mean, and you didn't really lose. I mean, Juwan James is, is a pretty big loss on the offensive line, but he's not irreplaceable. That's not why this team sucks. <laughs> you well, know? no, but he was your second best lineman, and that doesn't, yeah. it doesn't matter how good he was. He was the second best one. Sure, that's and the fact that he wasn't amazing. He's not irreplaceable, talent. is well, what sure. I'm saying. It's not like you're not losing like a transcendent talent there. Like he's that's like somebody more exactly. That's that is somebody that you can replace. Um, Losing Cameron Wake hurts, um, you know, but I do feel like there's, you know, I feel like they're going to make moves in the draft. There's good. They're going to draft guys that are going to be pass rushers. And this is a good draft for that. Um, I think the coaches they're bringing in might be, you know, they might actually have a better defensive scheme. So maybe they'll be better on defense and they might actually be a little better on offense. So like, I'm not, I'm not like going crazy and being like, oh, they're going to win 10 games to make the playoffs. But I mean, everybody last year was saying this was a three and 13 team and they went seven and nine. I don't but, really want us to go seven and nine this year. Pre- so preseason last year, you know, we did not. And I'm, I'm sure most of our listeners didn't didn't believe that the the way the national media was talking. We knew the team. We're like, this is a better team than we had last year. And the quarterback play was terrible. If Tannehill can be OK and and the team, you know, it. And we won one more game than we did the previous year. And that team, I mean, but I mean, there was so so many things went wrong. Like, For this there was team. so many games. Yeah. Yeah, like it shouldn't have. It, it shouldn't have melted. I mean, that was some weird. There's a weird alternate universe out there where that team won ten games and and uh, lost in the playoffs. Sure. I mean, there's no alternate universe where they didn't lose in the playoffs. Or you know, if they <laughs> there's no it, alternate but... universe where they won the Super no, Bowl. There isn't. Yeah. Not even in the infinite verse. Right? They just they, we need one more for that. But. How many outcomes did you see? Fourteen million <laughs> seven hundred thousand four hundred and thirteen. How many did we win? None. None. <laughs> anyway. right. Thank you, Mr. Strange. Yeah. I Mr. Doctor. I know you're a doctor. Mr. Doctor. Oh, we're using our made up name. <laughs> so uh, basically all I'm saying is I don't think this team's gonna be nearly as bad as like the media's making it out to be. Um they'll be they'll be competing. They'll they'll be entertaining they'll arguably be more entertaining this year than they were last year to watch i would say i think kenny drake's gonna actually get to play you'll have a quarterback who's gonna be firing the ball over the field and i mean right now i mean i i'm I'm, you'll have a competent defense we you have to see the draft you have to see what happens and you know you have to actually see what happens in the you know in the the preseason and how the team shakes out what the roster looks like but if this is a six seven win team again, I'm not surprised. And, and just wait till Drew Locke gets in there and starts lighting it up. That's going to be amazing. It w- it wouldn't be bad. Yeah. All right. Well, we are at break time. I need another drink. Oh, I'm going to get one. All right. We will be right back, and we're going to talk about the NFL draft when that happens. Stay tuned. Ah, it sounded good. And we're back. What? We're back. We are back. Where did we leave off? We left off. We're going to talk about the the draft. That's right. All right. So the draft, before we get to the draft, I did want to mention a small signing that happened today that you brought up right before we went on was uh, Mike Hall resigned. Yes. So I was, I was happy to see that. Um, Core special teams guy. um, 
has seemed to play well every time he's gotten like in, when he's been pressed into duty. So I'm glad, glad he's back. Glad they kept him. I think I made a, a small reference to him last week when they said they didn't tender him. Um, so I'm glad that he, they brought him back. Um, still no mention of Leonte Carew, who might come back, but I don't really see a place for him on this team. So I don't know. I'll be fine with without Leonte coming back. Maybe he goes to uh, Nashville and he's uh, ends up a uh, <laughs> playing in the playoffs with. Ryan Hannah, Ryan Tannehill, Ryan Hannahill, Ryan Hannahill throwing up a big old duck that Carew can steal from the uh, DB and run in for a touchdown. That was one of the best plays of the whole season. I probably would go with some of them. Uh, those, those, I said one of. Okay, yeah, yeah. I the, didn't the Grant say... Wilson high fives. Yeah, and, no, and no, 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 no. Those, those were the best the, plays. Yeah. But yeah, that that the Carew play was was nice. That thing was so ugly. That throw was awful. Yeah, whatever. I mean, it worked. It worked. <laughs> it worked. Um, yeah. So that was. Oh, that was another thing I was gonna. I was actually gonna say. Did Rashard Matthews? Did, does he still play for Tennessee? Or did he get no, cut? They he, did get rid of him, he, and he went to the Jets. That's right. Did he go to the Jets? I don't know. I don't know where he ended up. But I was gonna say that'd be interesting because Tannehill loved him. Like they. They actually. Those were. That was some of Tannehill's best work. Was actually working with uh, Rashard Matthews, and Rashard Matthews had his best the best seasons of his career with, uh, with Tannehill. So anyway, um, yeah. So the NFL draft, the Miami dolphins are picking 13th. We've talked about this quite a few times. He is on the jets. He is. Oh, cool. So Gase got rid of him in Miami. I wonder if he will get rid of him in New York as well. Although he's probably like the best wide receiver the jets have. Anyway. No, he is not. I, I Rob- like Richard Matthews, but he's not their best wide receiver. He's not better than Robbie Anderson or, or Quincy, Anunua. Quincy Anunua. That's, yeah, all right, fair. Um, I don't want to argue about the Jets' terrible wide receivers. Um, let's talk about the draft. Draft! So, interesting things happening. What happened? Uh, oh, just like the, the visits that have been going down. Oh, visits. Um, there seems to be that the latest smoke screens that we're hearing are that the Giants are not interested in Haskins, which I to me means they're absolutely one hundred percent not interested. interested. They went, they took him to dinner. Yeah. I mean, they're not not interested. Yeah, so. but they, yeah. Anyway, um, I don't know. I saw a mock draft where he fell to thirteen, and I was like, that will never ever happen. All right, for, first, let's get this out of the way. Are the Cardinals drafting Murray? What, like, gun to your head? Obviously, we have no idea. What do you think? I do, I say no unless until they trade Rosen. I don't. I can't see it. Like I can't see them drafting him and keeping Rosen. Like that just yeah. But you can trade Rosen after. I guess, but I mean, you they. But by doing that, you're running the risk of like having both of them on the team. So what? That is, you have two two quarterbacks back to back that you drafted in the top ten that you one that you traded up for. It's not the first time that this has happened that teams have. I, I I guess it's not unheard of. I don't know. Gun to my head, do they draft him number one? No, I think this is a smokescreen, unless they trade Rosen. And obviously, if they trade Rosen, then yes, they're drafting Murray. So Well, if they stay... So, here's the question. I don't think they draft Murray unless they trade Rosen. But they don't stay in the number one, then. Enough people will want Murray that they're trading the number one spot. I guess it depends how far they go back. I mean, do they love Bosa or somebody that much that they stay at number one when they can probably get a King's Ransom for Murray? Here is the thing, and this is what I've been saying the whole time, is, like, there aren't that many QB-needy teams. So, like, I don't see anybody selling the farm to get up to number one to get Kyler Murray. The Dolphins aren't nope. going to do it. The Giants aren't going to do it. 
And I don't, who else, the only, I can't think of any team that would do it. The Broncos aren't going to do it. The Redskins might do it. The Redskins might do it. But I don't think anyone else is moving up to number one. All right. So those are the teams that need a quarterback. None of the other ones need a quarterback. Don't forget. You're forgetting. Just last year. The Raiders, maybe. Maybe the Raiders. The Raiders are maybe. You know who's one who's a huge piece here we're not talking about? The Lions. Stafford is only they don't they he's on the books for big bucks but just for like one or two more years they they can get out of that Stafford deal that's a team Stafford's not taking you to the promised land there's no reason to pay Stafford giant money that's a team if they think he's the guy that could do it that, I, do that it. team has they're they're in like win now mode right now like they think they're I'm they ju- think they can compete with what they have I'm just saying and no one thought. When no one thought the Bears were going to... They just signed Mike Glennon as terrible as he is, but no, so nobody thought they were going to trade up and take a quarterback, and they did it. That's different. I, I'm, I'm just that's, saying... That's different. Glennon is not the same as, as Stafford or as even Flacco. Like, it's not the same. But even... Oh, but so even... So, okay, but going back to your Cardinals thing. Last year, they signed... They signed... Uh, what's his name? Sam Bradford. Sam Bradford. Right. And then traded up for Rosen. Okay. Traded to 10, not to number one. Traded up. But, yes, okay, 10 to 1, but they're, now they're already at one. I mean... Well, yeah, now they're at one. So they could. They made... I'm just saying they could... I'm saying for them. It's not crazy for them to take. It's not crazy... None of it's crazy. I just don't see... I just don't see... You You traded capital. You You gave things up to get Josh Rosen. Unless you get rid of him to get something back to recoup some of that, it doesn't make sense to just take right. another quarterback. Here's other. See, it just takes one team. That's the other thing. That's what. I'm, but that's what I'm saying. In in years past, it seemed like everybody needed a quarterback forever, okay. and now it doesn't seem like nearly as many teams need a quarterback. But right there's now. teams that would like a okay, but Broncos and Bengals they Especially, have a quarterback. But they could. They need a. They both need quarterbacks of the future. Those are also teams that love defense and they love speed rushers. And this draft is full of them. You have there's Washington, which we talked about. You Although never know Denver, what Denver's do. pretty pretty set with their rushing with their pass rush. So they would maybe Denver takes a quarterback. I mean, they've been visiting with all the quarterbacks. So Pittsburgh. Yeah, but they never trade up. They're not a team that like that that. They're I, not. They're not. They're not moving up to number one. Not to number. Well, but but uh, they but they might move ahead of thirteen. Maybe. Although, still, even that, I don't. They don't do that. That's not in their thing. That's, that's not. I know in that's their, not in their thing. In but, their code. But if you look at the past few years, quarterbacks don't drop. The good quarterbacks don't get past ten. It's just people move. People will move up to get them. Uh, I'm not arguing. I'm just saying there's not a lot of teams that are going to do that. I'm saying the top three guys all go eight or above. Go in the top eight. Yes. All right. Well, would you bet me on that? Um, I would. I mean, I don't think that's going to happen. So yeah, I would. I would take that bet. That's how bets work. Right. I know. I just had to think it through. Hold on. <laughs> Sorry, I've been drinking since before we did the podcast. But yeah, no, I think um, 
I don't think that happens. I find that just given the landscape of the current landscape of the NFL and the quarterback position, I just don't see that happening, especially in this draft where there appears to be a, a wealth of talent on the on you know in in a premium spot. There seems to be a lot of pass rushers in this draft, and teams need pass rushers. I think they need quarterbacks too. That's what I'm saying. They don't. There's not a lot of teams that need quarterbacks there right are, now. Are though? There really aren't. There's us. There's the Giants. Nobody else needs a quarterback. Like those are the two teams. They we need a quarterback. Fitzpatrick is better <laughs> than Flacco. The Broncos need a quarterback as much as we do. Uh, I don't think Fitzpatrick is better than Flacco. I don't. I mean, I'm. I would rather have Fitzpatrick. Than, well, actually, now that I'm saying it out loud. <laughs> yeah. Hold on. All right. All right. All right. All right. Yeah. I. Yeah. I. I mean. Great. So you think the Broncos are going to draft a quarterback? I definitely. I do. At ten. I think they. It, depending on. I think. I think they're asking about what the price of moving up. I'm not saying that they. I mean, yeah. the price. You might be. You might be right. That. That. I could. I could see that. But they. <sighs> but that's what I'm saying. So all the teams I mentioned, they're all asking. They're. All, they're. They're not selling the farm, but they're asking what it costs to get up there, and it just takes one. And then I'm not even saying one. I'm not saying that that they're all for Murray. The Raiders, I could see going all for Murray because they're the Raiders. But. Um, so not everybody. I'm not saying all for Murray, but I'm saying getting ahead of the Dolphins at 13 and us not getting one of those three. The mock draft I saw with the Dolphins getting uh, Haskins at 13. Yeah, that's <laughs> had the Raiders getting Drew Locke with their with the 24th pick. <laughs> I was like, yeah. now the I just saw a mock today that had the Gi- and that was like a legit one. Like that was like NFL.com. It was like Bucky Brooks or something. I saw I saw one today. And honestly, I didn't even see it. I just saw the headline in like a Google search. That the Giants take Drew Locke with their second pick, with their with their Browns pick. I saw that one as well. Um, and if they like Drew Locke, well, yeah, then you you get the you get the the pass rusher, whoever the hell they would take it at five or three or wherever they are. And uh, they're at seven, actually. The Giants, oh, is that it? yeah, actually, it's right open. They're at six. We're both idiots. Are what? They're at six. Yep. Jack- oh, the Jaguars are seven. That's right. Yeah, I know. I'm reading it. Right. Okay. With, with my eyes. Either way, I'm. <sighs> I don't want to say I'm confident that one of them is going to fall to the Dolphins at 13, but I do feel like there's going to be a quarterback that's one of the top three that will. Here's another team I forgot to mention. The Bucks. Yeah, they're not they're not drafting a quarterback. Maybe, but they this guy they have now, they benched for Ryan Fitzpatrick last year. I know, but this is a totally different regime that's in there now. I, and I don't know if they love him either. I think they do. I don't know. I'm saying I don't know. I'm, it's possible. They, I mean, without even moving, they might get one of these guys. No, they don't have to move to get one. But they right. have so many other holes on this team. Like that team is that team is. Would you want to? I know the answer to this. I'm glad I'm not a Bucks fan. Would you want to trade for Jameis then? Oh no. <laughs> Jameis or Rosen? Can you, can you see them trading for Jameis and having Jameis and Fitzpatrick <laughs> on the same team again? Jameis or Rosen? The known of Jameis or the or the unknown of Rosen? Ooh, man. I guess Jameis. I guess Jameis. In a vacuum, probably, I'd go Rosen. Because I've seen him do good things. i go Rosen because of, one, the unknown. Two, the contract. I guess, yeah. Are you starting, che- what's the thing? Are you starting from scratch? 
well, the the question was in a, in a vacuum, so yeah. you were fine with your answer. But in reality, in now, it now Jameis is going to be a you know he's he's be, more expensive. And and I think this is the last. This is his fifth year, right? His fifth year option now, or is it? I think they've year? redone his contract. Oh, I think he's they? got. I think he's got the yeah. Well, whatever. It doesn't. I I don't want Jameis Winston or Josh Rosen really. No, I don't want it. The answer. The correct answer is C. Now, None of the above. It's also the asking price, right? If I have Fitzpatrick, if I can get Josh Rosen for for that for a third or fourth, I would totally do it. See what I have, and then I still have a chance of of trading up for one of the guy for one of right. the big guys next year. I'm not opposed to that. All right, so they're. Not, I don't think the Dolphins are moving. Like I don't think that. I, and I know you had mentioned it that they're they're loading up on these picks maybe to package to move up in this draft. I don't I don't see that. Well, they're twenty again. They're twenty. It looks like they're they're also stocking up on twenty twenty. So right. they may be, you know, they may see how this year goes. They may trade more guys right. for draft picks next year. Especially, you know, the NFL has they're a little more open to trading guys during the year now at like the trade deadline. No, yeah, way more than years past. So I think, I mean, I just, you know, what I'm thinking is I, I, I don't think they're moving up in this draft. I think they're staying at 13. I, I feel like one of those quarterbacks is going to fall and I feel like they're going to have a choice to make. It's going to be, you know, Drew Locke, maybe, maybe Haskins at 13. One of the, one of those two, maybe, you know, there's no chance in hell Haskins is there. I agree. I don't. Drew Locke, I don't. I think they, if they, if the only one who falls to them, it's the, it's the Duke kid. Jones? Yeah. Oh, I think Jones will be there at 13 no matter what. Um, I feel like one of the top three might drop. So I don't know. We'll see. I, if, Look, I, I would right. love for them to have that choice. Yeah. So, all right. So here's, so here's the question. If, if one of them falls, if they have one of the top three fall to them at 13, what do you do? You take you take him, or you go off? I take you him. go pass rusher or offensive line. I take one of those three. The quarterback, right? Yeah, yeah. You got. Yeah, I mean, you have to have one. Yeah. So they have they have had private sessions with Murray. They've had private sessions and meetings with Haskins as well. And then we found out tonight they've also had um, you know they had a private meeting with Drew Locke and they went out to dinner and all that stuff. So they've met with all three of them. Um, and they'd be foolish not to. Right. Yeah. So I think. I don't know. I, I would like them to get one of them. Obviously. I don't remember if we mentioned this last. Did we mention it last week? They did send Matt Moore to watch Kyler Murray in his pro day. They did. They sure did. So I game, guess we'll see what happens. Game, I mean, game recognized game. Yeah, I think they're actually. I mean, I just from from where they're picking and the way that this draft is. Like, I do think that they're going to get a player that is you know going to be impactful. I think it's either going to be a quarterback or a pass rusher for this team. I think those are. But we're agreed. We want them to stand pat at thirteen, unless I could steal something. But that's nobody's. Nobody's giving away a top. 10 oh, pick, they're so. not moving up. I don't. I so don't see them moving up. We want them to stay pat at thirteen. If if one if, if I mean if Murray Haskins or or Locke are there, we want them to take. Them. If they absolutely love Drew Locke as much as I do, like I wouldn't be opposed to them because they wouldn't have to put too much together to get ahead of the Broncos at ten. Like I think they could get from ten from thirteen to nine probably wouldn't cost them that much you know it might cost them 13 a pick in this draft and then maybe one of those fourth rounders uh, that's fun nine is the bills <laughs> do they want would they would they want to i'm sure help? they would take the draft capital they might because yeah, they I mean, don't they don't need i mean they don't need a quarterback true but that but they would and they'll still get they'll know that the dolphins are taking a quarterback so they know that the guy that they want is not getting taken there 
And they know and the Broncos. And they also call yeah. the Broncos and be like, yeah, the Dolphins, this is what the Dolphins are offering us to get Drew Locke. Right. I'd rather you have Drew Locke. <laughs> right. Yeah. True. Yeah. So that could happen. Anyway, either way. We'll we'll see. I mean, I I mean, we have a lot. We're going to be talking about this quite a few times up until the draft actually happens. But I is the draft tonight? Unfortunately, not. Tomorrow? No. Uh, do you want to pull up the countdown? Uh, it's I April. think we did that before. It's April twenty fifth. I had it on. It's April. actually a lot closer than it was last week. <laughs> it's <laughs> how much closer? <laughs> it's like two weeks closer than it was last week. <laughs> Um, the other things about this draft that I really like are the fact that there are a lot of pass rushers. I think there are, you know, there's actually so many like highly rated pass rushers that I think they actually have a chance to get a really good player in the second round. So I think if things go their way, they could get, you know, the core, a potential quarterback of the future, a solid pass rusher in the second round, and then like a decent offensive lineman in round three. I will say not. it's not a quarterback of the future, a potential quarterback of the future. It is a quarterback of the future. He just potentially is a good one. Right. You know what I mean. <laughs> I know. A I'm potential sure. franchise quarterback. Um, I just hate using that word, franchise yeah. quarterback. It drives Why? me nuts. Because they're all franchise quarterbacks if they're your franchise quarterback. If, your franchise, if you are the starting quarterback for that franchise, you are the franchise quarterback. Exactly. I don't know. It's such a dumb buzzword. Of all the things to hate. Oh, I hate world. many. I hate many things. Let it go, man. I don't know. It's, it weighs down on your heart. <laughs> let go of the hate. Just, just let it go. Right. Did you see the new Avengers trailer? I did. What do you think? I mean, it's kind of all the stuff I expected. No, <laughs> no, but it was cool. Really... I mean, it was yeah, cool. Yeah, it was I'm su- asking. Cool. I don't mean like, what do you think of the trailer specifically? Oh. I'm asking like, what do you think happens? Like, what do you think the the what do you think's going on? So you think their their fancy suits are to go into the quantum realm? So here's the thing. Yeah, I don't think about it. Oh, <laughs> that's really fun, Rob. Well, I know it's it's not fun. For what the, would you like to talk about? It's not fun for the podcast, but <laughs> I I find that on, especially on like big silly movies, on the superhero movies, which I love, I. I want to just go in and be entertained. I don't want to figure it out. I don't want to know what's happening. I just want to go in cold and just, and it's cold. I mean, I watch the trailers, but I, I don't want to, I don't read any of the fan theories. I don't want to know any of that crap. I just want to go and have a good time. Okay. But yeah, so. So you have no theory then? Well, yeah, we, we, the, we, we win. I mean, <laughs> I'm pretty sure we're going to win. At what cost though, Rob? Who cares? I well, I care. I mean, yeah, it's gonna well, be. I, mean, I care. I'm gonna watch it. I'm gonna movie. be excited. I didn't just, even watch Captain Marvel. Yet. I was gonna say, have you seen Captain Marvel yet? I have not. Oh man, it's pretty good. I don't. I liked it. I mean, it's. Oh, I yeah. feel like all Marvel movies are basically like they're good. Yeah, <laughs> like they this, are good. This was good. Some of them are better than others. I rewatched uh, Spider Man Homecoming because it was on one of the free things. That was one of the very good ones. That I was like, really good. I like that one a lot. I enjoyed it. That one's and it's also very rewatchable, which is nice. Yeah, I'm excited for the next one. I think it'll be good. Um, yeah, those are, those are, those are cool. Um, no, Captain Marvel was good. I liked it. I thought it was, I mean, it's what I want to see it. I need to see it before end game, obviously. Yeah. It'll be fun to watch her punch Thanos in the face. It'll be cool. See what happens. Although it was interesting that he was noticeably absent from the trailer. He wasn't in the trailer at all. Was he not? I thought I saw. Not once. Nope. Didn't strolling. Oh, having a daiquiri. He wasn't having a daiquiri. No, no, he wasn't. He wasn't wasn't him. Wasn't there at all. 
Yeah. So and it was the stone. What is those? The Easter Island guys. Nope. They just showed all the all the heroes for the most part, all the surviving heroes. Hmm. Yeah. Crazy stuff, man. So they just go on and show Ant Man without even like telling us how he gets out of there. Right. Well, that's. I mean, you just assume that he gets out of there. Well, obviously. yeah. I mean, yeah, but. He was in the last suspense. preview. He was in the last trailer as well. So yeah, they'd already established that he got out. He got out. But even I'm talking about even then. I'm like, come on. Do you think he travels back in time using the quantum realm? Because of there's like there's the time vortexes in there. I don't know. Maybe. Maybe cool. he gets really small and he goes inside Thanos' nostrils and uh, this is really comes out of his hands. Really fun talking to you about this. With. <laughs> I know what he's gonna do. All right, let's take a break, and we'll be right is it, back. Is it that uh, time already? Yeah, we're gonna take a break, and we're gonna finish up. We'll. Uh, we'll... I want to talk about the the Stone Man and his and his magic glove. This what? I don't even know what that means. They know he looks like he looks like he's a rock. Oh, he does. He did kind of look like he was like, like one like of the Easter, Easter Island heads. You got it now. Yeah, all I right, do. we're I brought up to speed. All right, all right, we'll be back, and we're back. <laughs> so. Minor NFL news that's that's happened since the last time we spoke. Trevor Simeon to the New York Jets. That's fantastic. <laughs> that's not the one I was going to lead with. Is it? It's not more minor, minorer than that. Minor, there are. Minorer? That is the most minorest thing that I can think of outside of Chris Chris Reed, right? Who we talked about already? Who signed with the Dolphins? Well, that's less minor because this is a Dolphins podcast. Sure, but Trevor Simeon is a quarterback, which is a more high profile position. Yeah, but he's not a good one, and he went to the Jets. That's true, which is great for us, I guess. It that doesn't matter. doesn't matter. I am, you know, on a kind of a side note, I'm. Are you happy to see them winning the uh, the free agency thing? <laughs> like everybody's like, oh, the Jets did great. I'm happy. That, that always makes me feel good because that means that's not really going to be good. I'm happy that they have spent more than they should for players. Wow. And they got decent players, but they paid a huge premium to get them. So yeah. I mean, honestly, I feel like the Bell contract was actually pretty reasonable. Yeah, it's the Mosley thing that was awful. That's just awful. And they were still going to sign Barr. Imagine if Barr had signed. <laughs> well, Barr's a good... Barr's a Barr, good... No, he's a great player, but I'm just saying, if yeah. we're talking about, like, you know, like... Yeah. <laughs> exorbitant contracts. Um, but, yeah, I mean, Mosley's a good player, too. Mosley's a great player. Uh, but I feel like a lot of those Raven linebackers, when they go other places, don't necessarily play as well as... They had before. I don't know. We'll see. I we'll we'll see with the Jets. Um, I don't think they're taking the Patriots down this year. <laughs> it's going to be a race to number three. Yeah, yeah. We're Cause, all because you know the Bills are the second best team in this division <laughs> next year. Um, the other uh, what was the other one that I liked that I thought was a, like a decent. What was move? this? This the actual minor. I was going to say. Going to say. Uh, Jared Cook to the Saints. Oh yeah, yeah. Which is, I think that's a really good fit. He's a good player, and uh, on that offense, he makes a lot of you sense. Know, fantasy, good to know for fantasy because he he was a monster um, on a terrible Raiders team. Well, because when they got rid of Cooper, they literally had nobody to throw to, and he he became a monster. The corpse there. of Jordy Nelson, who's not on the Raiders anymore. Yep, that's right. So uh, no, Cook, I think he's a he's a good addition, solid addition to that Saints team. They obviously know how to use the tight end in that offense, so. Uh, Gives Breeze another weapon. They're definitely loading up for one more year. One more run at this. Um, so actually, I liked. I was thinking about this the other day, too. Like, the signing Murray and, and getting rid of Ingram, I think Murray might actually be in that offense. I think Murray might be a tiny upgrade, actually. He's faster, for I sure. Contract-wise, I don't know. what was the, What's the difference in the contracts that, like, 
They they were pretty similar. Pretty similar. Yeah. I think Ingram's a better player, but I think, but I mean, maybe he's just a product of that offense. Could be, but he was wasn't he was decent somewhere else before he got there, wasn't he? Ingram has only played for the Saints. He's only been there. Yeah, and honestly, he it took him a while to to pan out. I mean, he's been good. Like he's yeah, been yeah. solid. I'm not saying there's any. I actually thought. I mean, like, him, him going to yeah, him going to Baltimore is actually a pretty good fit as well. Oh yeah, he's gonna he's gonna be a monster there. So, the, yeah, the running. Um, the other thing, other move, uh, Clay Matthews going to the Rams. Yep, you weren't as excited about that one. No, I thought, you're I, more excited to me. I'm, I'm, I'm not I think excited, but I thought it was a good move I mean, I for them. I think he's kind of, kind of on the on the. Oh, he's definitely over the hill, but yeah. he's also the kind of guy like it almost it you know it and it, it reminds me of not just because he's a white outside linebacker with long blonde hair kind of reminds me of uh, Kevin Green a little bit. Oh, that white uh, outside linebacker with long hair that played for the uh, Rams. Yep, going into it, but he's also like was. Excellent in three four defenses, which right, right. Matthews is as well. So pass rushing outside linebacker. Um, I, I think he's going to play on the other side of Fowler, who's a decent pass rusher as well. You have Aaron Jones or Aaron Ram, Donald. I'm I think sorry, the Rams going to regress next year. I don't know if they're going to. Uh... Oh, I mean, well, they were thirteen and three. I mean, they they went to the Super Bowl and lost. I mean, they're you know, I don't think they're going to regress much. I, although Gurley, Gurley's a big question mark. Actually, that's what I mean. And the offense was like. The second half, that offense was nothing like it was in the in the first half. Yeah, that's true. That is true. I don't know. If, I don't know if it's, you know, how much of it. Is, I mean, I can't imagine Cooper Cup was that important. But I don't know how much. How much of it is like people figuring tape. them out? Yeah. yeah. So it'd be interesting because if they're if that offense is, that offense is like the second half offense, you know, you got Seattle still. Seattle, you got the 49ers are making, you know, they're loading up, you know, all of a sudden, I mean, the Cardinals They'll be healthy. Will be the Cardinals, but the Cardinals are going to be terrible. But yeah, well, the division's tough. I mean, the NFC is the NFC's tough. I mean, the Saints are a, good. That's a decent division, too. The though, Eagles are going to be, the, yeah, I think the Eagles are going to be back next year. Um, the Bears are could be a decent team. Uh, Packers might be reloaded. They've made some good moves in free agency as well. So yeah, Vikings still should be okay. Vikings team. should be better than they were. Yeah, they were disappointing last year. Cowboys maybe. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, there's Giants, Redskins. The Giants are, are terrible, and the, and the, and the Redskins are bad. <laughs> oh, you're talking about bad teams. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm the Bucks. The, yeah, but the Bucks are a bad team. But they're a bad team that can win, like that can beat anybody. I don't know. I'm they're, shaking my head. Not next why? year. No, they're going to be real bad. Why are they? Why? Why are they much worse next year than they were last year? So I like the coaching hire that the Bucks made. I think that'll be that'll be good. But they did. They lost Adam Humphreys, who's a, a key part of that offense, but not irreplaceable. So I guess maybe not that big a deal. Uh, they lost their best linebacker. That's true. But and they were already last year, wasn't well. They? they were as bad. They were bad, and then they got like you know, became like one of the worst defenses. Well, they were, they were just bad. But I'm saying he didn't play a lot last year, so that's, that's true. That, so that's not going to make them worse. That's true. They were bad when he was Jackson's playing too. Jackson's gone. So, right. So, you know, but Deshaun they... Jackson. I would, yeah, Deshaun Jackson, but they, you know, they didn't really use him that much. I, I don't know. You got James Winston. They just didn't, they haven't added anything and they've lost things and they were five and 11. Yeah. I just, I mean, I don't, I think, but Maybe I mean, I think, by the, subtraction, I think I they're the same team as they were last year, which was a team that could beat anybody and lose to anybody. They're like, spending a lot of money on a really bad offensive line. I'm not line. saying they're a good team. I'm just, I'm, I'm not putting them in the Giants Cardinals bucket. I think they're, they're the, the next crap bucket up from that. <laughs> yeah. They're actually picking ahead of the Giants. You realize that 
Which means they were worse than the Giants last year. I'm talking about this year, going into this year. That that team had a guy named Odell Beckham. No, but this and, one has Golden Tate. <laughs> yeah, exactly. This one has Golden Tate. And it also had that that one last year's team had a had a really old Eli. This team has an older one. An even older. <laughs> no, but they're gonna have Dwayne Haskins That's, throwing to Golden might, Tate. Golden Tate. To Golden Golden Tate. He's he's better than Odell Beckham Jr., right? Like oh, he yeah, has yeah. more catches in his career. Oh yeah. Yeah, for sure. He does. Um, actually, he might not. <laughs> I think he does. But did you see? Did you see that that uh, that article that apparently I don't remember if it was like an Instagram or a Facebook or a tweet Odell put out and then deleted. And it was, I was I went to read it. And I couldn't find it. Um, well, he deleted it. No, I know, but I, I know somebody screen capped it. Obviously, <laughs> no, but it, it basically. I mean, he was it. Did, he was not happy with the trade. It sounded like he was not. Would you be happy to go from Manhattan to Cleveland? Well. Would I be go? Would I be happy? I mean, the guy's gonna live wherever you want. I mean, this guy. Would I rather play with the with that Browns team than than, than with Eli? I, I'd be happier to stay in New York and get rid of Eli. But I think, yeah, yeah, yeah I, I, I think that's where his head's at. But I thought he wanted out. I guess. I guess I thought he wanted out. Well, he probably loved playing in New York. Yeah, I guess. No, I my. My feeling on the, was on the he real didn't New York like team. team. Yeah, like the, the New yeah. York team that that matters. Um, but yeah, I, I don't know. I, I can't, I, I don't know what I didn't I thought see he'd tweet. be all excited to hang out with his boy Jarvis. Maybe they don't love each other as much as we think. Wow. Maybe it's only, maybe it's only a one way infatuation. The hot tub's not as uh, warm as it was, uh, back in the day. I don't know. I know Jarvis was happy about it. I don't know. I don't know. I guess we'll see. Well, he's already in Cleveland. That's like when you're in the pool, you're like, hey, the water's great. Come on in. <laughs> you're going to love it here. Oh, man. We've got a nightclub. <laughs> the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame is there. Oh, wee. <laughs> you know, I'm traveling around a little bit. I have discovered, like, every city has a cool part. They have the same, yeah. That's they're, all. They're, like, I'll be like, oh, I can't believe I got to go to Chattanooga. I'm like, that's awesome. You know who's from Cleveland? <laughs> Trent Drew Reznor. Carey. Trent Reznor. Drew Carey. I Trent Reznor's. That, I thought that would be cooler than Drew Carey. Drew it's way cooler. Yeah. I don't like Drew Carey. Oh, He's cool. A terrible replacement for the amazing Bob Barker. So, uh, did you watch? Have, do you did you watch the uh, John Mulaney stand up on Netflix? The Kid Gorgeous. That's no, like the, an older one. The new. I thought was that the was that the one I just watched. Well, I guess it was 2018, so I guess it is a little... Yeah, they're like pushing well, I it just to the finally, front again. I just it's finally great. watched it. It was one, good. Yeah, he has, it was that, really good. he has that big, the big spot about the college calling him for money. Is yep. it that one? Yes. yes. Yeah, yeah. So that's and a the really horse in the hospital. Spot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yes. <laughs> yeah, it's a great... Yeah, well, I remember that. I watched that like when it first came out. That's okay. Good, All right, so you're one. cooler than me. But yeah, I just watched it. It was really good. So... So while so I did I started watching the uh, the Ricky Gervais new season new new series on Netflix oh. called Afterlife. Cool, I haven't seen it. It's uh it's actually pretty good. It's the premise. This is not spoiling anything because it tells you right in the in the uh, in the preview. Uh, his wife dies, like cancer or whatever, and like he's just he just he's just depressed as hell, and he's just just goes around and just insult does whatever he wants insults everybody and he's the ricky gervais jerk yeah. that we all know and love yeah and that's basically it's just a, a vehicle for him to insult people cool in fantastic so ways. one season well i mean it just came out it just they just dropped the first season that's what i'm saying one yeah i mean i've only season watched one. a couple episodes and then what's it called again afterlife afterlife all right yeah i'll check it out i also discovered 
that I will watch anything with Idris Elba in it. Oh, nice. Yeah, he's good. Yeah, because there's a terrible new show on Netflix that dropped the first season called Turn Up Charlie. Oh, that sounds I bad. I saw a little picture, and I'm like, oh, fucking Idris Elba. Luther yes, was good. Yes, Luther, Schneider yeah. Bell, I'm in. Yeah, he's a nanny. <laughs> it's not as bad as it sounds, actually. He's... he's uh, He's like a he's like a, a has been one hit wonder. Wasn't there? Was that The Rock? Didn't The Rock? Yeah, wasn't he in a movie called The Nanny where he was a nanny? Or no? You're actually you might be thinking of uh, Vin Diesel. Oh, yeah, maybe. And I just... actually, actually, his was called The Pacifier. I think. Uh, but okay, but so yeah, okay. It's I am I'm no. Actually, the Rock was in the Tooth Fairy. Yeah, yeah. I'm actually enjoying it. But it's it's not good. Okay, so, I won't watch that one. Yeah, um, I did watch the uh, the Michael Jackson. Yeah, I can't. I can't I documentary. Can't do Why? Because I don't. I don't want to watch it. <laughs> I don't want to. I don't want to have to think about all those things. For I will an hour say it really didn't. It it was. It did not change my opinion or like. It didn't really like. I wasn't like. Oh man, yeah, this guy was a child molester. Like I was like, I kind of already like had accepted that. Well, yeah, but it's it. This one's going to make you believe. This one's not going to make anyone. No one's going to watch this and be like, "Oh yeah, I could go listen to my Michael Jackson records and not worry about it." Oh, definitely not. Yeah, no, definitely not. But what I what I did like about it, or like what I found interesting, was like you know, as as a parent, like I was always like, you know, like how like what were the parents of these kids thinking and like. What this, like, at least what this documentary does is it shows, like, how... How it works. Like, what Michael Jackson was like. Like, you know, like, we all, like, assume we're all like, oh, yeah, he was just a big kid. Like, that's like... No, there's actually, like, video footage of of him, like... Like, he would just go to these people's houses, and, like, these are, like, normal people, like, you and I. Like, like, and Michael Jackson would just show up, like, and he's like, hey... He's like, hey, Mr. J, what's for dinner? Like, just, like, come, like, hanging out, like... like Sounds like a sitcom. It was uh, no, definitely not like a sitcom, but it was like, um, but like, like actual footage of him, like in these people's houses, like just hanging out, like having dinner, like he would just call them on their phones, like you know, leave the messages on their answering machines, just be like, you know, can Jimmy come over and play? Like, like literally, like he was literally like a like a thirteen year old, like a, like a child, like that's where he was, like mentally, like it's it was. I don't want to say it makes it better or worse or anything like that, but it like it was just interesting to see like to have those things like confirmed it makes makes you understand how it happened yeah not taking letting anyone off the hook or anything no totally yeah that was the thing like see how parents were actually like they actually like thought of him as like a person in their family they were like oh it's michael like you know family members rarely do anything inappropriate no yeah that's not that no definitely not definitely not letting the parents off the hook here at all i'm just saying like it was interesting to like kind of see it like it was just like and you know but i get it also because a lot of people are like well these kids they testified on the stand he didn't do anything then they came out and they said he did why it kind of helps you understand the mindset of of all of it the one yeah because it's so it follows two of them and it was this was also interesting to see was like learning about like their little you know the little the, the, the little the pack that they had of like of like children that were like hanging around michael jackson and uh macaulay culkin is actually not in one of the one of the ones that is actually in the documentary although they have like footage of him you know as a kid like at neverland and that kind of stuff and they talk about him but he's not like he's the only one i guess that hasn't flipped now like of the ones that have like defended michael in the past right. like these are the two that had defended him previously um one of them was i guess in the pepsi commercial 
Like in the the Pepsi commercial in like 1986, the kid in the Pepsi commercial. The one where he lit his hair on fire? No, that was no, 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 no. The Pepsi commercial, like you'd re- they show it in the thing, you'd recognize it. The kid's like in the dressing room, like looking for Michael or whatever. Anyway, that sounds creepy. Well, now, <laughs> yeah. But anyway, um, yeah. So it, one is that kid, and the other one is like another kid who was like a like did like a Michael Jackson like impersonation, like like he would like you know come on stage and like he ended up becoming like a like a dance choreographer he was like a choreographer for uh in sync and uh, oh yes, Spears. yes 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 yeah so he was the other one so they both in the original trial in like 94 the first trial against him was like 1994 like both of them testified for him and then there was the second trial in 2005 and only one of them testified for him the other one was saying like no he wasn't going to do it but he didn't come out and say anything back then he just didn't testify for him um and then you know, the one like at the end or whatever is like, you know, when they were talking about the other guy, the one that, that did testify for him twice and is now flipping. Um, what I thought was, was bizarre was that he was like saying, you know, he was actually going after money from like his, like his estate. And I was like, Oh, like you don't need it. Like, I, I like, and I was like, cause I mean, he's, he's done well for himself. And I just, I didn't understand why he was going after like reparations. Like it was like, I thought this, I didn't think this was about money for you. It was just bizarre, but Anyway, um, it was a good documentary. It was well shot. It was interesting. I mean, I understand why. I guess you don't want to watch it, but yeah, I tend to. I only go to the TV for escapism these days. <laughs> Fair enough. It was it was interesting for sure. Like, um, and it was it was well done. Um, like I said, I didn't really change my opinion on the situation at all. I will tell you another show I watched, but I didn't finish it, and I'm really really mad. So this isn't the show. My my lady friend, she's a she's an she's big into the Outlander. I don't know if you know about the Outlander, but it's I've a, heard of it. It's books, and then it's a show on stars, and it's like you know, some oh, yeah. lady goes back in time and to and then like falls in love with a dude back there, and it's like, but it's like historic. It's historical fiction because it goes back to like American Revolution time, or even before that, they're like in England or in the Scottish Wars or whatever. Yeah, but it's supposed to be good. I don't care. But every time, oh. Finish. New season comes out, so she gets the seven-day stars free trial so she can watch (laughs) it. So we started watching Counterpoint, the J.K. Simmons series, and it was, like, really good. Oh, I heard that was good. And it was canceled, and they don't even have the old episodes. I didn't get to finish season one. I'm really sorry, man. Thank you. We'll be back next week, ladies and gentlemen.